Greetings, everyone. It is so good to be back with you. And we pray that each of you has had a Merry Christmas. And now as you're getting ready to walk into your new year, we're excited about all that God has in store for his people. And with that thought in mind, leaving the old year behind and getting ready to walk into a new year. We want to talk to you about being able to leave the failures, mishaps, misopportunities, and assignments given to you by God not accomplished. We leave those things behind as we go into the new year. So today we want to talk to you from the thought of divorcing the spirits of fear and doubt. And our main scripture can be found in 2 Timothy 1 and 7. And it reads as follows. For God did not give you a spirit of timidity or fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his wonderful word. Additional scriptures will be found in Matthew, John, Proverbs, Isaiah, as well as 1 Corinthians. So if you don't mind, let's dive right in. As we approach the new year, it's time to leave the old things behind and begin anew. That's what the new year represents. This is why the first word God uses to describe this upcoming year is new. In my life, to avoid from overcrowding my closet or hoarding when I buy new clothes, I have to get rid of something old in my closet in order to replace it with something new. So the new replaces the old, new comes, old has to leave. So in this approaching new year, I ask that you take up the same mantra. Allow the new to come in and rid yourself of what's old not only in your closet with your clothes, but also in your life. What I've discovered is that in 2019, God gave out a lot of assignments, revealed lots of plans to people, showed them their purpose, asked them to step out of a boat and walk to him in an attempt to do something through them to bring glory to the kingdom of God, bring others to him and to elevate you to a higher level in your faith. But unfortunately, many of these assignments Plans and purposes that God gave out or revealed to many are still lying dormant on their prayer room floors. Assignments, plans, and purposes issued by Almighty God, but not received or signed on by man. Simply stated, they didn't receive your signature of faith to accept what God was giving you. Please allow me to say this one more time. In 2019, there were many visions plans, assignments, dreams, and purposes handed out to many Christians by Almighty God that haven't yet been acted upon. They are still sitting dormant in your inbox waiting for your signature of faith. And the question is, why is that? Because even though God's word says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. That's Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. So we see that God has promised that his part is guaranteed and his word will do all that he sent it down to do. The only part that's remaining is yours. And mine, I know many of you may be asking this question. If God promised success in what he has shown or revealed to you or others, why don't or haven't more people jumped up and did what he has asked? 
jumped up like Esther and gone to the king, jumped out of the boat and walked across the water like Peter, jumped up and marched back into Egypt like Moses to say, let my people go, jumped up and ran like Ruth to Bethlehem with Naomi, or jumped up and defeated Goliath in a sword fight with a slingshot like David. These are people of valor that accepted the assignments, visions, and dreams of God with an attitude of faith, trust, and victory. Why today, or in this year of 2019, so few people of valor without the attitude of faith, trust, and victory? Why so few people, you ask? I ask, and I know God is asking, but can I answer this question for you? Due to the tricks and the schemes of the enemy and his curseful, I don't even know if that's a word. I think I just made that one up. Evil spirits of doubt and fear. These two are the arch enemies of faith and trust. Do you know many people are walking around today with the spirits of doubt and fear and not even know it? How do I know or how can I say that? Because there are many people today walking around saying they're Christians, but they're walking around without an assignment, a vision, a dream, a purpose, or a plan from Almighty God. And they're not being productive. They're just attending church every Sunday, Bible study every Wednesday, and other functions at the church on Thursday and Friday, but have yet to step out, hear from, or do anything with all the knowledge, information, revelation, or word of God that has been placed inside of them, or with what God has asked them to do. I hear many people say, I'm waiting on God to reveal, but aren't willing to accept what God has revealed to them. Their response to God revealing his plan to them is this. I don't like to talk in front of people or whatever other excuses they come up with, or many are just downright opposed or afraid to step out of their boat of comfort, not willing to operate in the spirit of power assurance, trust, or faith, but continue to walk in, waddle in, and operate in the spirits of fear and doubt. Not fully understanding, those thoughts are straight from the mind and bags of tricks of Satan, because our main scripture says the spirit of timidity or fear of doing what God has asked, assigned, anointed, or called you to do is not of God, but is of the enemy. Please allow me to say this to all of you who are stuck in, operating from, or have been overtaken by Satan's spirits of fear and doubt. It's time to leave them behind in the old year and not take them into the new year with you. Just understand in this upcoming new year, it's time to kick fear and doubt to the curb like an old boyfriend, a girlfriend, and begin preparing to walk into a new year with faith and trust as your new boo or bae. And let the old ones of fear and doubt go for good because you already know the end to the story. If you've been in it and operating from it the entire year of 2019, it's time to move on from it. If you don't, isn't that the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing and expecting different results. I implore you to leave insanity in 2019 and start the new year fresh and clothed in your right mind of faith and trust in God and not in the fear and doubt of Satan. As scripture says, a dog returns to its vomit. So fools repeat their folly. That's Proverbs 26 and 11. Make a vow today as you walk into 2020, not to return to what's old, to what's not productive, to what's not pleasing to God, to foolishness, folly, fear, nor the doubt 
that held you back in 2019, held you back from doing all God has asked you to do, getting all that God has promised you and becoming all that God has called you to be. I ask you this simple question. If not now, then when is it time for you to say, no, I'm not returning to something or someone who has caused me nothing but hurt, harm, uneasiness, second guessing, doing without, unhappiness, discouragement, frustration, causing you to have less than and holding you back from living your best life in Christ. Do you understand that's what the spirits of fear and doubt do to you? So I say it's time to break up with them. Get your door key back. Get your garage door opener back. Keys to your car. Block the number from your phone. Block their access to you in any form they come in. Block them. Even if fear and doubt enters your life through your bestie, give them an ultimatum too that they need to change their talk and their communication as it pertains to fear, doubt, and negativity that's coming from their mouth. Let them know today that in this new year coming, I will be walking in faith and operating in trust. And if you're not operating in those same spirits of trust and faith, I'm going to have to let you go too, boo. And if they're not willing to operate in the same faith and trust that you are, I suggest it's time you begin denying them access to your life too. And know God has a new boo or bestie awaiting you. And I can't stress this point enough. It's time to let fear and doubt know it's over, boo. And it's time to get your life back and your focus back on Jesus. Aren't you tired of sinking, feeling like you're drowning, barely staying afloat, and seeming like everything that can go wrong does go wrong in your life? I ask, aren't you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Aren't you ready to move to a next level in your faith and your trust in God and moving away from all these things that are making you feel this way? Do you know it's the spirit of fear and doubt that causes most Christians to sink and stops non-Christians from coming to Christ? I say it's time to cut off their heads and expel them from your life because I want you to understand this key point. You can't walk in fear and doubt and expect to make it to the palace God has promised you because fear and doubt attacks faith and trust in your life. You have to be able to walk and operate in trust and faith because if you're bowing down to fear and doubt, just know they cannot coexist with trust and faith. When fear and doubt come in, faith and trust have to leave. It's like light and darkness trying to occupy the same space at the same time. I say it's time to move on from them. And I hope you feel the same way too. Understand if you've allowed these two spirits to hinder your progress, make you question God, make you run away from your assignment or sink because you've taken your eyes off of Jesus, you're not alone. These two spirits hold many Christians back more than any others I can think of. Look no further than the Bible to see them operating there as well. Moses, go to Egypt and tell the Pharaoh, I said, let my people go. But Lord, I'm not eloquent in speech. Jonah, go to the city of Nineveh and preach against it. He ran the other way. Gideon, go, I have given your enemy over into your hands. Lord, can I ask that you turn the ground wet and the fleece dry? And God did. Lord, don't be angry, but can I ask one more time you make the fleece wet and the ground dry? 
Three times God spoke to him about the same thing. Was Gideon asking out of fear and doubt? We all know the story of Peter walking on water towards Jesus. As long as he fixed his eyes on Jesus, he walked on water. It was all good. But when Peter's eyes went to the approaching storm, he began to sink fear and doubt. How many of you have sunk in 2019 due to the fact that you've taken your eyes off of Jesus and fixed them on something or someone else, which in turn has caused you to bring the spirit of fear and doubt into your lives? I know this is applicable and true to someone listening to this message. God has told one of you listening to do something in 2019 and you haven't out of fear and doubt. God has called someone in 2019 to step out and you haven't. The question I have for you is why God has shown one of you something in 2019 to go do and you haven't. God has summoned someone in 2019 to move and you haven't. And what you all have in common is this. None of you have done what God has asked. God has spoken and the church, which is you, didn't say amen. You didn't say truly, truly, Lord, I will. Instead, your words to him have been, but Lord, what if? I don't know, Lord. I'm not sure, Lord. That's a big ass, Lord. Are you really asking me to do that? What will others say? Some of you are giving God every excuse in the book in order for you not to go, do, say, or get off the boat that he's asking you to get off of. But understand, that's what fear and doubt does to you. It makes you question God's every move in your life, as well as fosters you into making excuses why you shouldn't do what God has asked you to do. With all these excuses, it has rendered you a sinking vessel. So I say, if fear and doubt has kept you stationary and stagnant in 2019, no mountains move, your debt is still an obstacle. No walking on water. You're still in the same place doing the same thing and no sea parted for you. Your breakthrough hasn't come all due to your doubt and fear. Remember, fear and doubt are the opposite of faith and trust. They are spiritual adversaries, whereas fear and doubt makes you make every excuse imaginable to man. Understand faith and trust makes no excuses. Doesn't say but doesn't ask God to do it on your terms doesn't have to have every answer to every question, but is willing to operate and walk in on God's terms without answers and without excuses. I ask you to think about that for a moment. And while you're thinking about it, I'm going to stop right here and we'll pick up part two the next time we speak. So until then, be blessed. <laughs>